Welcome to Imperfect Reflection, a podcast where we thoughtfully engage with every aspect of our Christian faith and culture. I'm Darren. And I'm Tim. And we'll be talking about what we think it should look like to be a disciple of Jesus within our society. No perfection, just imperfect people reflecting on our faith. Hey, Tim. Hey, Darren. How you doing? I'm doing very well. And yourself? Yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. Very excited to get back into it, eh? Yeah, we've uh, had some time away. Not mm. really taking time away, but just... Yeah, it's it's been busy, yeah. It's a crazy year. 2020. 2020. <laughs> Halfway through the year, it felt like we have already gone through four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. But it's it's really cool to be able to do this and um yeah, this all the this kind of is like a constant that we get to come back to and kind of yeah. you know, all the craziness doesn't stop us from doing this, which is amazing. So Yeah, all the craziness almost inspires us a bit more because mm. just want to have an, a better understanding and a better foundation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I uh, wanted to uh, just say hey to the listeners as well. Mm. I haven't done that. So hey, if you are listening, thank you very much mm. for joining the conversation. We appreciate that. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, a big part of this being a podcast is because of you guys, um, just yeah. to share in the conversation. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, what's this? Uh, what is salvation? That's that's what we're talking about today. Mm. That's the yeah. question for today. Um, yeah. Yeah. Last last episode we sort of kicked off our theme um, of salvation, and we kind of just did an introduction just to kind of get set the set the tone. Or yeah, an expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe even just to to give people an uh, or to give everyone a, a a place of where they can start thinking about mm. and even just developing the conversation in their hearts as well and for ourselves. Yeah, for ourselves as well. I was gonna say, like it, um, just having to like plan it out like that, kind of, yeah. just sort of got it going and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. So. Here is the first question um, that we've we've got because that's kind of how we've laid it out. Series of questions trying to just discuss the theme of salvation. So um, the little bit that we spoke about last time um, for this episode, just to intro it, was uh, looking at some definitions. So we'll we'll recap those definitions here. Yeah, we um, just looked at a general dictionary definition yeah uh, which is uh, preservation or deliverance from harm ruin or loss mm. yeah and then we also looked at uh, the uh, cool resource uh, that I have is the portable seminary um, and that had a sort of one-liner definition for salvation uh, for biblical salvation which is uh, deliverance uh, preservation from all spiritual dangers and the bestowal of all religious blessings so yeah that was kind yeah. of like a cool it's it's kind of it's a cool definition kind of set of foundation but, yeah um yeah it's hard that needs more mm. yeah more. it's yeah, hard more that can be said for it for sure for sure yeah it's it's hard to encompass salvation in one statement so um yeah so there's there's a bit there is a bit more in the portable seminary um yeah which we were keen to dive into yeah um salvation includes that which is given freely and finally by god which is justification that which is continually imparted uh which can also be called sanctification and that's still to be attained, which can be called glorification. Yeah, so that kind of shows it, it's sort of 
shows the the all encompassingness of salvation and how it yeah. uh, <laughs> it sort of um, reaches across all time in a sense. Yeah, we got some scriptures for for Which those. Cool. Yeah, we love love to read out some scriptures. So, yeah, let's look at so past, present, future. So for for past, we've got Titus three five, which is. Uh, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy. So there it's focusing on, he saved us, the past tense of yeah. saved. And then for present, we have uh, 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18, which is, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And that's also, it's the present continuous almost form of the verb, because it's being, it's are and being. Mm. Yeah, and then um, for future, uh, this this one kind of shows, uh, yeah, the future state of salvation. So Philippians 1 verse 6 says, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It's cool that it shows a, a beginning as well, and the implies the the, um, the ongoing process. Yeah, it speaks across all of time, mm. and um, although it's timeless, there are some aspects of it that reach into where we are and into the time that we're at, mm. and um, attend to those things. And uh, those are some aspects of salvation that we chat about. Salvation is spiritual and ethical. Yeah, and salvation is emotional and practical. And it is also personal and social. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so yeah spiritual and ethical. Um, yeah, what do you think, Darren? They're almost like, not really opposites, but different sides of a coin, the mm. same coin kind of thing to use a phrase mm. um yeah spiritual is is not of this world mm. uh, and then ethical is is kind of ingrained into humanity it's it's now and so it's yeah it's it's attending to both sides mm. yeah and it's um kind of the the idea of salvation biblical salvation for sure is a it's a kind of restoration of of your of your spirit it's, it's it's not of not of this world in terms of the the physical world um and yeah ethical in terms of just you know redefining our morals and yeah um yes yeah, just saving us from the the bad ethics that we've, we've gone down i guess yeah, it's not of this world and spiritual in that it it tends to our spiritual side, but also to spiritual matters and life after death and that kind of stuff. But mm. it also, in the same time, reaches into us and speaks and tends to and also mm. um, resets our ethics. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So the next one there is uh, emotional... And practical. Yeah, another two that seem like opposites. And what are your thoughts on those? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess the emotional side of things um, from a salvation perspective is, um, again, it's, it's a, you know, from one standpoint, you've got the, the restoration of our emotions, how our emotions... If we if we rely on them, then they can for sure lead us down the wrong path. But God gave us the emotions, so there's definitely um, a positive aspect of it. But um, we need to sort of uh, realign our emotions with God. Um, yeah. And the the practical standpoint is. Um, kind of bring in bringing our practices how the things we do i guess um that's that's what i think about 
when I see that um, the practices yeah. that yeah the the things you know we've as humans do some terrible stuff <laughs> and yeah. um, and God comes to um, yeah to fix that fix what's broken yeah it's uh, for me it's also like it's it says or it, it like to have practical emotionality like to to practice correct emotions all oh, right so you're kind of combining the two <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah because uh yeah like you say like humans do some terrible things and that also is out of emotion mm, mm. and i think where salvation really helps us is that it helps us to to practice and establish a correct guideline for our emotions mm. and a better understanding of emotions and i mean jesus knows the heart of man mm. and he knows that yeah. the heart is exceedingly wicked yeah and the salvation reaches into that and reestablishes our practices is it establishes us on a personal level and who we are and our identity but then from that identity we can reach into community which is social yeah 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 for sure it's it's like you and it's, it's definitely about a balance you you know if um you can't take the personal aspect of christianity too um like too far because then you know it's kind of just you and you and your relationship with jesus but it's um it's always meant to be out um worked out in in community with other believers yeah. um and and that's yeah that's where the social aspect comes in you know god god came to save his people and his people are the church yeah mm. yeah you came to establish a single uh church a single body but also that body is made up of many members and that requires unity and if we were if we are going to do christianity alone then we're not part of the church mm. really we're not part of his body. We're not connecting with his body. Mm. Um, in some sense, yeah. And it it is a very important aspect of just faith. Christianity is to have have that social aspect, for sure. So there we go: spiritual, ethical, <laughs> emotional, practical, personal, and social. Those salvations just yeah, it just comes and you know just takes over in a sense of of just not more like reaches in to to every mm. part of us um and i think yeah the as we've kind of touched on each point um it's it's a restoration it's a um yeah res yeah it's restoring each of those to their rightful intent um and yeah so I think the rightful place, which is also those, those, each of those aspects are for a purpose and mm. that purpose is utilized. And like all of those things are found in, in relationship. Yeah. So that's definitely kind of where we want to, where we want to go. Um, when we first were thinking of what is salvation, um, like, just Darren and I chatting, um, we were thinking that salvation is the restoration of relationship. Yeah, that's that's definitely the sort of key aspect of salvation that we want to focus on. Yeah. And we'd like to, I guess, highlight because when people think salvation, it's or at least when, when I before I started thinking about it this way, um, in terms of relationship, I would just think, oh yeah, salvation, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, we're saved from all the bad stuff and, yeah. you know, God, like Jesus is awesome and what he did on the cross and that kind of, yeah, it just kind of gave us this get out of jail free card in a sense. And, kind of yeah just thought about it very narrow-mindedly in a sense 
Um, but when yeah, but o- o- aimlessly almost because the thing is, yes, you're getting out of jail, but then what? Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, um, yeah, what what's? Uh, it almost feels like what's after salvation, but it's kind of like, no, salvation is. It extends. It's it's the it's the what we're saved from, and yeah. that's amazing. But it's it's more about the fact that we we're saved back into the relationship that was broken. Yeah, I wanted to go back to that, like the just your getting out of jail thing. Like, mm. what is the purpose of getting out of jail if that's it? Like, okay, cool, I'm out of jail. Cool, now there has to be something yeah um and i know that a lot of people would think that you got you out of jail that's really like that's the purpose but there's more than that sorry about that that's sick <laughs> he's uh he's he wants me to come out oh <laughs> uh, is he knocking on the door yeah <laughs> yeah that's relationship Zeke is mm. He's doing what Jesus does. Yeah, he's seeking after his father. <laughs> yeah, he's he's there. He's banging. He's like, look, I'm, I'm wanting this relationship with you. Mm. I want time with yeah. my dad. Yeah, and that's that's what we want to talk about. That salvation is salvation is God, banging on mm. that door, saying like, I want that relationship with you. I want to re-establish mm. the relationship. Take away this door and and let's have fellowship and relationship. <laughs> What what we want to do to kind of emphasize the relationship for for the n- next part is uh, the next part of the episode is to um, sort of use the biblical story um, and to to sort of frame the response of what is salvation and and to focus on the the fact that it's a relationship um, and. Yeah, just the original intention of God to create us all yeah. the way through to, um, yeah, to eternity, I guess. So we'll sort of briefly chat through that. Um, and yeah, see how we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't giving up. <laughs> <laughs> understanding and what we were chatting about and how we view salvation now is when we thought about it through the creation story and just the whole story of the bible throughout the bible if you if you look at it that way um to frame the response of what is salvation so Mm. it began um when god created us and the very beginning statements of the bible is or within genesis is like that he created us for relationship let us create man Mm. and um that's also it's from relationship created for relationship Mm. um and in the beginning there was creation and god created us also in image which is a relationship in itself Mm. If you create something that looks like you, you intend to have some kind of yeah uh, connection with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The image of God is is a awesome concept. Like, I almost you know, there's so much to think about there, and almost can't wrap my head around it fully. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, for sure, God. God created us, um, yeah, for for relationship, and definitely, he he sort of, um, yeah, put his mark on us. He breathed, the, just the way he created us, sort of formed us with his hands, and you know, yeah. out of the dirt, as it as the biblical story goes, and breathes into us um, his life. Um, yeah. So. 
Um, More so than a signature that an artist puts on a piece of art, but he put himself into it. Yeah, his his breath. Yeah, his sort of um, the the Hebrew word for breath and spirit is like the same. You know. Um, yeah. So, the life giving spirit is, you know. Um, and like we have to breathe <laughs> every, you know, to to stay alive. So. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, you established that relationship. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the establishing for sure. Yeah. And uh, from there, it, <laughs> it we take a down <laughs> downhill turn where we yeah rebel from that relationship. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man falls. Mm. Yeah, we, I guess, yeah, that's the the ideal Eden um, sort of perfection doesn't, doesn't last long. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, it's uh, due to an external force as well with Satan being there. Um, yeah. So there's, there's kind of a, a story behind the story. In that, the uh, you know, the spiritual there was already a God's spiritual family, um, yeah, and so that's that's I guess a whole another train of thought. But um, yeah, we we kind of drop the ball, or in a sense where we don't trust God fully, we actually. Um, we sort of give in to the lies um, of yeah. the serpent. Well, yeah, that's the serpent attacks the relationship. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Attacks the foundation of the relationship. Did he really say? Did mm. he really mean? And that's <laughs> where it all falls apart. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, from there, we... Um, Oh, and I guess that's also where uh, we didn't really talk about creation and the fact that man and woman uh, was created and the relationship that God wants for, yeah, I guess the the command to be fruitful and multiply and kind of, um, yeah, just sort of fill the earth with, you know, love and relationship and yeah gives us a, a template to kind of follow um yeah so yeah that i think that was jumping back to creation but um <laughs> before the fall but um yeah and yeah i guess from from there you know it's just a downward trend to the point where god um regrets making man in a sense yeah um which is an interesting concept as well which yeah we won't get into but um yeah i don't know if you want to throw some thoughts to into that but <laughs> yeah i i think i don't know I, it's something that i don't think i could probably ever understand is that mindset of god but i think just the disappointment mm. of like i I created you and I what I wanted so badly and the whole purpose of what I created you for was to have a relationship with you and for you to experience all my goodness mm. and for us to to walk together in the cool of the day mm. and now if I all that I see is you destroying relationship mm you destroying my characteristics that I've inbred into you. Mm. And I think for myself, like with Barkley, like <laughs> I just <laughs> want to, to have a relationship with him. I just want to hold him. And then when he's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to go outside or something. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well that hurts. <laughs> and he's just my dog. Mm. So mm. yeah, I mean, it's hurtful. Mm. I think. And I, I, I know 
there are other connotations and arguments when we say like God regretted making man, like people would say that it's almost like he's admitting mistake, mm. and then that it then attacks his perfection. But it's I don't think it's regret in that way. I think it's regret in that you could have been better. You you not you could have been better, but you could have been in a better place. Mm. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of like God didn't. He knew that it was going to happen. Yeah. But there's a difference between knowing something's going to happen and actually experiencing it and going through it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that that regret is capturing just that that yeah, like you said, that disappointment and that just pain of a broken relationship. Um, yeah. I don't think it's so much regret of creating man, just because the thing is from already it was planned that Jesus was going to die on the cross and mm. if there was a regret of making man that would not be the plan yeah I think it's a regret of that the relationship is so it's like in in tethers and there's like just a, a tiny slither of of a relationship left mm. yeah and that's what I feel and yeah just speaking to that he chose he chose Noah um, to out of out of grace really um and a lot of people um kind of elevate noah being like oh yeah he was you know the the one good guy kind of thing but i think you know noah also was you know like your everyday guy <laughs> yeah just um and but yeah, he he trusted God, so he did have faith, which yeah. is which is good, and trusted that the rain would come, and um, he held on to that relationship, um, and God used him to through the flood to keep us going and sort of like a reboot. Um, yeah, and yeah, we we didn't do too well with that either <laughs> no um things got pretty bad again yeah um we're going to yeah i mean just <laughs> it's yeah just god tries to re-establish that relationship and then we just keep on hacking away at it mm. trying to run away from it and just do our own thing yeah and um then God has to re-establish covenant, which is relationship. Yeah. And re-establish like almost guidelines mm. um, for us, um, um, which is, you know, it comes from the judgment of the flood, like that God saw that man was wicked and was like, look, this is not going where I intended it, so I have to do something. But then after that, there's just a re-establishment of covenant through Abel or with Abraham mm. um, yeah and being like look this is where I intend my relationship to be with you and your relationship to be with me and with each other mm. yeah. yeah I think Abraham sort of with Abraham it sort of kicks off the plan to to get everyone back you know yeah sort of establishes um, the people uh, the people of Israel. Well, I guess the 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 promise there is the promise to um, yeah make Abraham a father of many nations. Yeah. Um, and yeah, from from his family line, um, we get uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And um, from there, Jacob, his. Jacob's name was changed to Israel, so that's where people of Israel come from. And um, he has the twelve sons, and the youngest son, um, oh, second youngest, <laughs> yeah, wasn't the youngest. Joseph goes to yeah. Egypt, and um, yeah, and there I guess um, the the people. Um, 
they all uh, sort of the, the famine and they all get they all get to Egypt and have sort of a bit of safety there and they start growing and um, yeah God sees the um, the affliction that the yeah. Egyptians are putting are putting on um, his people and you know of course that that hurts for God to see that and yeah. uh, so he comes up with a rescue plan yeah, that also hurts because that's not where he intended for the Israelites to be mm. because yeah, yeah, yeah. he made promises like God made a promise that I will give you the land and like you have it there's there's a place set aside for you but mm, mm. they're now living under someone else's yeah affliction mm. so yeah he makes a, a plan and um, I can't think of the word now enacts that plan through Moses mm. yeah yeah the big Exodus story the it's kind of like the the major cell, the biggest salvation um, of his of his people, and that's, of course, yeah. just you know, just God being God, and um, yeah, just just showing how much he loves his people, and and will and will just do what he needs to do. You know, the the ten plagues and that are just that he did through Moses are just sort of amazing stuff too um but at the same like i was going to say it's amazing amazing things to to get get his people um saved but also just to think about it how he gives pharaoh 10 chances you know yeah um how even in his um sort of he wants to save his people he still um loves those and wants those um, gives gives you know many chances to yeah I mean there's opportunity there for Pharaoh to turn around and be like okay fine like I understand that your God is the God mm. he is God so I will now be respectful and also just worship in a way that I'm letting you like I understand like God is to be feared mm. and to be revered so I will let you go but then he he turns. Mm. To, he constantly turn away, turns away. Yeah. And I, I read something the other day that was really cool. That like, in the the plagues that Pharaoh turned to, like he could have just turned to God and been like, okay, cool, I will do as you ask. But yeah. he just turned to the magicians and and the people and and then there was like all they did was just create exactly what God did. <laughs> yeah, replicate. Yeah. No. And replicate the plagues. Yeah. Or that's... just add to it. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like counterfeit it's not not even yeah the real thing they could just make it look like it was happening but yeah um but yeah i just think there's a another point in that of just the relationship that you know god chose his specific people it was part of his plan to choose the the remnant of israel as his portion as his people um yeah. but just that he he his plan was always to um to save all people um, yes. and um yeah i guess the the people of israel he just focused on and um sort of had had special um attention to and care with but yeah. but they were to be a, a kingdom of priests and the priest the priests were the you know the representation the mediation between yeah. god and man so they were meant to be a kingdom of priests to show they got the truth of god um and then they were meant to through their sort of obedience and through their amazing lifestyle and yeah. because of the guidance of and protection of god that that was meant to draw um the yeah the, the all all people yeah um to sh to show the goodness of relationship yeah they were they were like the images like mm. look look we have this 
relationship with the father and look how good it is mm. and he intends and desires to share it with you yeah yeah <laughs> that's really cool yeah mm. for sure um yeah i guess we then our next we we can't talk about relationship with god without talking about david <laughs> yeah um, man after god's own heart mm. yeah yeah and i think you know a lot happened between moses and david but um yeah i think just the way that um i mean the people of Israel kind of God was meant to be their king and yeah. they just continually rejected him and they were like no no we like we like the uh, we want a king like the other nations we want a human king because yeah. they just they just didn't want to you know interact with God in the way that Moses did um, they just there was that separation and I guess the the fear of the bad kind they they just were kind of what they saw on Mount Sinai was a bit too intense I guess but, um, yeah I also feel like uh, yeah uh, I don't know I just thought about it now mm. that people don't want to deal with God because God is 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 infinite and He is the answer to every question so we don't want to deal with that absolute finality yeah we want to have wiggle room and be like no but look you know come on sway a little bit we want to have that humanity in things and that god god isn't human in that he makes mistakes and that he can be like okay cool i can be swayed mm. and i think i don't know i feel like if i was one of the israelites there i wouldn't want god as king just because i don't i that perfect justice and perfect righteousness is difficult to look at mm. yeah. and also it's almost so damning in how perfect it is that you're like look I, I, I don't want to be a part of this mm. yeah yeah i was actually i was chatting to a friend the, um the other day just and he was just wrestling with that fact of just like god is just so perfect so other so holy and I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was just almost to the point of just like speechless, just dysfunction. And the only thing keeping him together was just like having a community of believers. And, you know, and we just were encouraging him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's it's hard to kind of, when you get to that point, just being like, oh, we're just so not there. <laughs> all, have, yeah. all have fallen short, you know, we just, um, and it's, it's kind of hard to go, God, you actually want us. You actually like, yeah, want to lead us and we just fail all the time. But, um, but yeah, so he gave them a king and first king was terrible and, David came along <laughs> and uh, yeah, God set up God. I mean, David wasn't perfect, but God yeah. uh, saw his heart and saw just that raw, just honesty and authenticity of, of his yeah. heart and, and just how he longed for God. And, um, and yeah, that David, um, well, God made a covenant with David to um, bring the Messiah through his, uh, yeah, sort of fulfill, carry on the plan through his yeah. line, um, establish his king, his dynasty forever through yeah. um, through Jesus. Um, I think I think what what speaks to me a lot from David and the Psalms and stuff is just his raw authenticity mm. and I know, that i want that for for us for this podcast but just in my life mm. that i want to be rawly authentic that i don't care like i will be more undignified than this yeah 
if it means that I'm worshiping my God. Mm. And that role, like, if if someone challenges David on, like, look, or like God challenges him, like, you you sinning or you did wrong, then David will like he he will throw himself to to the floor and be like, Lord, please cleanse me, take my wicked heart. Mm. It's it's raw and it's absolutely real and it's undeniable. It's not just fancy words and okay, cool. I'm gonna say my fancy prayer and then be done. It's no, I'm I'm undignified. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> random. <laughs> no, that's good, man. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I guess moving on through the story. Um, oh man, the the bulk of the Old Testament is is just like. You know, Israel's continued failure, failure, and the kings just get worse and worse, and and they split up into the northern and the southern, and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, and it's just continued rebellion. Um, and I mean, there's there's few glimmers of hope. Some of the kings are like, oh, they did what was right, and they yeah. cleaned up some of the act the act but but no the the prophets had to come along and be just sort of speak God's warning and um yeah and the prophets are, are just another awesome sort of balance of God's mercy but also God's justice and holiness yeah. of, and just his yeah it's you know, he gives, he he just constantly through the prophets reminds them of the covenant. Like, if you guys just obey, uh, if you if you keep to the, you know, to the Torah and stuff. Yeah. Then, you know, this is like this. The plan will will go well, and we can keep we can get get everyone back. Yeah. And they just yeah don't they're just not keen <laughs> just yeah just so quick to to look at the other nations and want and just go after the other gods yeah and that that's also funny because thinking about um like god even allows them to it's like okay let's entertain the other gods then you call down like you plead on your gods with your gods to send down fire mm and then I'll give you time. Like, go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> and then I'll call on God. And we'll see. And then he, yeah. like, <laughs> fire takes this, their sacrifices as well as... Oh, you're talking about Eli- Elijah. And yeah. That, yeah, I love that story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll, get, I'll wait. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> mm. And mm. I mean, he doesn't have to do that. Yeah. He doesn't have to entertain that. He mm. is God. Yeah. But he's like, okay, cool. You have your your selfish endeavors and your fruitless ways. Mm. And then afterwards, I'll be the answer that ends all answers. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, eventually, like, God's patience does does wear out. Um, you know, he, in a, like, because he, it's part of the plan, so, but, they 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 do just sort of eventually Israel gets sent into exile and um the yeah the warnings that were ignored for long for too long and um yeah God used the other nations to to destroy them take them into captivity both northern yeah. and the northern and southern kingdoms and um yeah the some of the some of the tribes came back to jerusalem um again god's plan and um yeah and that's that's kind of where the new testament starts everyone's kind of the faithful are awaiting the messiah but i guess Israel being Israel are still thinking in the wrong terms. Um, yeah. 
Um, people being people. <laughs> so, yeah, they're awaiting the Messiah, but they just, they've kind of got to the point where they just want their kingdom, Israel, to be restored. They forget yeah. the selfishness has gone on too long, that they've forgot about the the plan as a whole. Yeah. And, yeah, that's enter Jesus. Yeah, that's God just reaching out again and mm. establishing his relationship and mm. his intent for relationship. Yeah. And still, yeah, it... <laughs> uh, I don't know, I... Just go as we're going over this, like going through the story, and when we get to Jesus, but like through everything, I just think about how a lot of people, when they talk about God, like they separate God, um, Old Testament, and then Jesus, New Testament, and like completely different people. But I think about if I were in God's shoes, going through like the, with that, I <laughs> there would be no people mm. <laughs> because I'd be beyond frustrated mm. uh, beyond furious at i mean how many times throughout history have ha has god reached out and just reset everything for humanity and reset the relationship reestablished relationship and every time is i know and i know that we can often just look at Israel and be like, how? Like it's Israel. But mm. the thing is, it's us. Mm. Yeah. We do it just as much. Mm. And he just is continuously faithful and forgiving and still above all that and further than all that, he, he sends his own son. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. As like the final, the final answer, like, look, this is it. I've had it. I want the relationship with you mm. and I will have that relationship with you. Mm. I, I, I will make a way. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just kind of realized how, Oh, getting a bit emotional actually. Like, <laughs> um, like God actually like broke his relationship for a moment to like restore our relationship. Yeah. Like the father looked away on the cross, you know? Yeah. Whew. And Jesus um, said, yeah. Why? Why have you forsaken me? And yeah. that is, I mean, God has always lived in relationship. Yeah. The triune God have always been in relationship until that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. It's, yeah. To think that God was willing to, to go that far. And, um, yeah, it's just amazing. So, yeah, and of course, that's, what is salvation? Salvation is Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, of course, what he did on the cross for us. And we're definitely going to be looking more at Jesus, specifically, if, if yeah. people are feeling like, how can we didn't speak about Jesus enough? <laughs> um, because our next episode is what is the gospel? And yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We, that's where we're going to sort of focus in more on, on the cross and what that means for salvation. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, I think so that that was like a fly over the biblical story. Um yeah. That that yeah, just thinking about it that reminds me of and makes me think of the prodigal son, that story mm. from from Luke and it is. I mean, that's for me that embodies best the story of salvation is that the son lived in relationship had everything all the benefits of relationship had provision had a home had family relationship um and had 
he was an heir mm. to all things. And then he was like, you know what? I just want to go for my own and do my own thing. And he did that. And even still, the father honored him and gave him, gave him his inheritance early. And that's also God. I mean, mm. he created us for a relationship. We were like, you know what? I just want to go for my own and do my own thing. Yeah. And God's like, okay, cool. Well, like, I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to give you manna. I'm still going to feed you when you don't have food. I'm still going to provide a home for you when you don't have. Mm. And then we still run off and we go into exile and we do our own thing. And now we're eating the food of the, that we're feeding pigs. Yeah. And then when we decide, you know what, maybe I can just go ask to be a servant in my father's house. That he comes running when he he sees us off in the distance and he comes running and he puts a robe on us mm. and a ring and he's like, my son is back. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, a relationship again. My relationship with my child is mm. restored. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's for sure. The whole purpose of salvation. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's our that's our response. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I hope it made sense. Um, as as always, we want people to be part of the conversation. So, if there was any any parts that didn't make sense or completely disagreed with or want more clarity on um, yeah. yeah just let us know um, and I wanted to actually say even like because people might not be listening to this live might be sort yeah. of um, a, you know we might have gone on to our next Different theme, theme and stuff yeah. like that but I thought whenever you're listening to us just um yeah just reach out and yeah we, we we're keen to like revisit stuff and just keep the conversation going um yeah just because we've we have spoken about it doesn't mean that it doesn't still need to be spoken about mm. and there's always we always and that's the whole point of conversation is that you're always learning from it yeah whether you're talking about the same thing 40 years down the line or whatever, there are new insights and there are different insights and different ways to see things. Mm. And that's why conversation is so beautiful. And that's why uh, community mm. is really cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You can join the conversation on Instagram and Facebook using our handle at the Perfect Reflection Podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm Tim. This is an Imperfect Reflection.